0: It's this hologram that's floating in front of me, like th- it's my whole music thing, this, this entity, like Mira the band or whatever. And it's the gate, it's my eye gaze, which is keeping it um, moving and light and levitating. And then if I shift my gaze, if I look away or if I get distracted, then it disappears, Okay. or it sort of like you know fades or falls a little bit from its spot.
1: Um, here I am, I, am, I,
0: am, I am. It's this amazing thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Wow.
1: It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me but I have to think of you in front of me, because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you (laughs) doing?
0: I'm never going to get rid of this.
1: Okay, I'm at the uh, Cincinnati... Art Museum, sorry, I decided, all right, take care to do my intro here, see ya. That was my friend Brittany, um, I just ran into her, she's working on a research for an art project. Uh, she's a really good drawer, very talented and creative. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just walking through some Renaissance stuff and now this is the stuff that I really like, I respond to a lot, uh, I like this Antonio Vivarini piece. Yeah, that's like Romanesque stuff, 1400s, real sort of stiff, short, squat, pale um, figures uh, that have a, a real distinct style to them with a lot of that like um, gold leaf filigree stuff, you know, not filigree, but you know, like um, emb- yeah, embossed look, but you know they did by hand, just really detailed work. It really just makes you appreciate the artisanship Oh, I don't know why I'm doing this like it's a research for a paper. This is the podcast. You're listening to The Wandering Wolf. This is Yoni Wolf. Walking through uh, some portraits. Some I want to say these are like, yeah, 1700s, 18th century portraiture. One of the more uh, dry, shriveled periods in the history of art. But not bad. I mean, there's lots of talent there as well. I've got... Uh, Mira on the show today. That's a real treat. Known about her for many years, but uh, never actually had a conversation with her. So this was this was great to get to do that. It's kind of brief. Could have kept going for a while, but um, she had to get on stage. I actually held her up and made her show late. That was me. That was my fault. I'm ca- what am I doing? Carrying. My laptop, hard drive, uh, ear phones, and um, power cable with me, walking around this place schlepping it. Well, the lady at the front desk would not, I was gonna come in and edit the podcast in the library, but the lady at the front desk wouldn't let me bring my backpack, so I basically emptied all contents of the bag. And uh, I'm carrying those in my hands precariously through the museum. Uh, I'm now in the contemporary art area. You can hear the ambient music from an art video playing. Here's Modern Era. Here's a Mark Rothko. Some great work here at the Cincinnati Art Museum. I did some work with with Serengeti a couple weeks ago, or a week ago maybe, I don't know. We came up with a couple songs. We're, we're We're getting close to having something... Uh, I've just been going down a major K hole in the past few days of thinking about places to go on during the winter time because I don't want to be here um, during the winter really. And I don't have to because I don't have that kind of job, which is good. Um, so I'm looking at beach houses and Costa Rica and, and uh, Panama, and, and my friend has a farm in Uruguay that she's going to be rehabbing. So that's a possibility as well. I'm right in the way these people watching this video. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, I'm looking at all these places, Airbnb online, some awesome, awesome places. I'm leaning towards Costa Rica, actually, in a way. But we'll see. And then there's, you know, then there's, of course, Los Angeles that I had originally thought about doing it. So I don't know. But that's a lot more expensive, it really, you know, in terms of places to stay and not as pleasant, you know, maybe Venice. <laughs> and here is Brittany again, <laughs> trying to be quiet. so that <laughs> All right, see, um, we're crisscrossing each other's paths. And I'm I'm still on my path, trying to to stay positive and healthy. That's another thing that I, of course, am constantly thinking about. But I've been having some good days. I've been writing a couple songs here and there. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. Yesterday, I went around with my friend who grew up in the neighborhood that I grew up in. And we, we went back to the old neighborhood and looked at both our houses that we grew up in and took a long walk it was nice out the sun was out when that happens in a time of much overcastness you got to take advantage of it and uh, you know get out there on the streets or in the parks or whatever so we did that and i saw the movie gone girl which was in terms of thrilling movies you can watch it was good i suppose now is as good time as any to get into this conversation with Marie Sightwood. All right.
0: Smells le- it's, Crayons. it's Well is it the is it is it actual leather?
1: Yeah. Sorry. This,
0: no no. I used to have this car.
1: I did my time as a vegan.
0: Um, oh yeah, this is a lo- this is like several whole cows. Yeah. Right? Yes. No, that's the smell. It's gray the cows. Smell. I-, I used to have a Fancy,
1: car plush, pets. gray cows. Yeah. You had a car like this?
0: Well, it wasn't really mine. It was my ex-girlfriend's car, but, but I used it for a while and it was the only car. I'm so not a driver. I'm not, I don't, I'm not driver identified either. Um, but. That it was just that one car that I was like, "Oh, this is what people mean when they say a car is fun to drive."
1: Oh, you liked was, the Jetta? You enjoyed it, the Jetta?
0: No, it wasn't a Jetta. It oh. was an Audi. Um, oh, what the? Come an, on! It was a, It's an Audi.
1: Audi five hundred.
0: Is that the car?
1: Well, I'm, I just remember in like eighth grade where people would be like. Nah, I'm Audi 500, and right. they, would, they would be like, <laughs> it
0: was, Oh, right. all right."
1: So I think that was a car. It, it
0: was an Audi though. It's like from the from the early 80s. Audi that, 80. That's
1: dope. That's a good era for those kind of cars. For any any, I think I think 80s era. 80s era. European, specifically German, like and it was
0: like low. You sat low. It was uh-huh. kind of like a race car feeling, and and it was standard transmission. And it was like fun to drive. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I get it.
1: Well, this this being, I I, I forwent the turbo option. I love the word forwent to have the, to have a simpler engine that the, that they could fix easier. And I got the. Uh, I mean, it's a used car. I, look, let's put it that way. I'm not a baller for those of you listening, but. Um,
0: but it is a Jetta. It is
1: a Jetta and it is a standard or a manual transmission. Um but it doesn't zip like your Audi no doubt zipped or your girlfriend's Audi zipped. Yeah. This one uh this one it doesn't struggle, but but it doesn't it it doesn't go above seventy without feeling like you're really working it.
0: Like something's going to fly
1: off of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, it's in working order enough that I don't think anything will fly off of it. It's in good shape.
0: I love that we're totally having car talk.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, shit. I, I didn't even... I'm here, I'm sitting in, in my Jetta in Cincinnati, Ohio in the Lightborn parking lot with Mira Zeitline. Is that how you say it? you were Zeitlin. so Zeitlin. Oh, close. Christ. Christ, But I kind of like Zeitline. That
0: Zeitlin. changes things. Zeitline,
1: yeah. Zeitlin. okay. But you just go by Mira. You have been for your musical career. Anyway.
0: That's right. It's because I didn't want to have... I mean, it's a little tough, right? What do you Light do with those juicy? letters? that's what they were saying? Well, no, that's not, that's what that's not your, that's why. That's what your
1: manager said?
0: I, I have used my whole... If my, you're going to sign My quote manager. You know, yeah. Um, Quote sign to K yeah, Records. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I've used my whole name yeah. before, so I definitely am not like shying away from exposing my Jewish identity. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to—it's s- a mouthful.
1: Sure, sure, and it's—I mean, yeah, Mira is just iconic. It's like Madonna or just whatever. Uh,
0: Pretty much. Who else, yeah. Who
1: else is like that? That. Celine, although there is Celine Dion, but like you, we know her as Celine.
0: Right, but you know, I actually think that if I had started making music more like if I'd started in the later 2000s or something mm-hmm. like, I mean, later first decade, like 2008 or right, 9, right. maybe my band name would have been Zeitlin. Oh, yeah. Th- th-
1: Right. People that that sounds using like name. That sounds like a. Uh, yeah, like a 2008 band. Right. Like, like. Oh, what are you doing? We're at South by or whatever. Like, what, we, well, we're gonna go see Zayland, and then we're gonna go yeah. see fucking like Stars out of the. Yeah. Wilderness.
0: Maybe actually, yeah. that's my next project. I'll just call it.
1: Have you thought about that- doing some other project? <laughs> I mean, you you've been Steady Eddie on on. Mira stuff. I mean, you do collaborations.
0: I do collaborations. But that's
1: been your main thing for for years. For years. Yeah. yeah.
0: I know. It's. Um. I've actually always meant to to start a new project. I always kind of wanted to be in a band that had a name that wasn't my like name. Like a band name. Yeah. 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 And I um, I guess I just always found a lot to do. That was that was mine. And and that's so that's great. But I, it's it's. It's a little more um, in the works now, partly because, I mean, it really has been so many years. and I, if like, What's in the works? L- actually having another project. But you're
1: actually thinking about doing it?
0: I Well, I've always been thinking about doing right, it, but now, now, now I may do actually do it.
1: <laughs> you might actually think about maybe <laughs> definitely doing it now. Yeah. But that would involve what? I mean, you would still, what, be primary songwriter and you just have what a band that's well, more that's steady or Well, that's actually what
0: I... I'm interested in um, not not being the primary songwriter, or at least not having pretty much all all of the recordings, like the different formations of my band. It's all in service to these songs that I I write them. Yeah, you know, it's just me and my guitar, or I'll just I have this vocal part, and then it turns into a recording project, and then. I try to tour the recording project, and so I put together a band, and then to learn the it, arrangements yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. Want and to it's record. all yeah. like it starts from this particular part of part of me. This, and, and then, but I I feel like I would like to start it not from inside my. Body in that same way, like start it with someone. and i I know it sounds really simple because most people who make music, like they start a band and they just start playing music that it it starts with it oh starts I don't think with there is sound, any but for me, it's it it mostly starts with like. Thought, feeling, word.
1: I'm the same way. So you're saying you would like to be in a situation where you guys like jam something out, and then you're like, oh, I, I, I'm basically ooh, let me saying sing like I want to be in a jam
0: it. band. Well, <laughs> I know you're not saying that,
1: but you're saying that that like it will be music first, and then you you would like you would you would be inspired to sing something over yeah, top that. Yeah, or something.
0: which I mean, I'm not. I know I'm not like blowing anybody's mind with that no, idea, but, but, but I just haven't you. really yeah. done that very much, and um. I think it would be so good. when
1: you've done collaborative projects, it's been more like, okay, here's I have a song, you have a song, I, you know. Yeah, or sort of yeah.
0: So it's either like collaborative um, through the recording process, well, yeah, or um, like the. Is my jacket really loud? I feel like every time I turn my head, <laughs> my jacket's making this loud sound. A, I don't it's, know it's, is that
1: a leather jacket?
0: I know it's all it's weird leather. And I, um, um, red
1: leather, yellow leather.
0: Oh, that was very good. Is there another, uh, the third thing that goes along with that? Blue leather? No, I mean, isn't that like...
1: Unique New York?
0: Is that like a theater thing? Yeah,
1: it's like a vocal vocal warm-up thing. Yeah,
0: red leather, yellow leather. But isn't there like a da-da-da-da-da-da-da?
1: I think they just repeat it. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather unique new york
0: were you like a theater
1: person no not at all i think i saw sarah sarah silverman sarah silverman uh-huh that's her name yeah okay the comedian yeah i saw her do that in one of her specials anyway oh, oh
0: okay um
1: so is that so that's what your future might hold
0: my future may hold
1: i've been listening to so much bob marley could it be like that where you have like those, like just lay down a rhythm lay down they'll them and then you'll just start singing on the top
0: you know, it would really be a surprise to myself and and people who listen to my music alike if my new, my new project was kind of like Bob Marley. But who knows? You know, stranger things have happened. Yeah. So.
1: Well, but okay. Well, how did you get started writing songs like that? At how young were you?
0: Well, I. um, It's so funny how like. Once you put something on Wikipedia, or when something gets on the internet,
1: I guess we can then, look on there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it becomes like you're like, oh, is this like a, a a fabled sort of interesting part of my story, or is this like I don't recycle anyway. Okay, I'll just answer the question. Yeah. Um, my I I wrote a song for a class that I was taking at Evergreen. Go I went home. to. That that one, not or that the, one. the last
1: song on that album. No,
0: no, it was a song that no one is. Okay. Oh, actually, maybe.
1: For some it's, I it's it was... on
0: like an Evergreen Student compilation okay, okay. from nineteen ninety three or okay. four or something. And so I wrote a song for a class, and I didn't really know how to play the guitar. I had taken. But you went
1: to school for voice, jazz, maybe. Well, These I don't know good. if
0: you're familiar with the Evergreen State College, but I'm it, not. It is. Um, it is a a four-year university estate school in the state okay. of Washington,
1: okay.
0: and it's in Olympia.
1: I'm only spouting legend, by the way, that I've heard. This is, like, just stuff I've heard, and I'm not from Wikipedia. Anyway, Wait,
0: which legend? What just, legend were you spouting? I just
1: remember hearing about you oh, when the I first pollen. heard about you just after that album, and it was like, yeah, you, there was a certain mystique, and I just remember, oh, yeah, she went to school for jazz vocals, and then she used, oh, one, no. of, she used one of her songs on the album, and I couldn't remember which one, but...
0: Well, I, there's one sort of like j- know, jazzy song yeah. on on that record, um, but that's that. No, I'm I'm not a very excessively trained musician. I'm very very self taught, mm-hmm. and it's mostly because I've listened to music my whole life, and my dad is an avid music lover, and took myself and my brother and sister and my mom to see live music like for my whole childhood, okay. and. I listened to tons of music, none of which I have a very encyclopedic knowledge about, but I, like it soaked in. So, um, and that was my real musical education. It's just from listening to music. Just listening. A and lot. Yeah. and I I always sang, and so um, I identified uh, I identified with music where there was like a clear vocal and and. With you know, a lot of the music that I, that I listened to and liked, I mean, it was, it was either pop music or folk music or, mm-hmm. or even like, you know, gospel or something. There's like a, a lead vocal and right. there are words and, and it's a song and for that. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, and so just listening is, is that's my like songwriting education as mm-hmm. well. But so guitar, I, I picked it up briefly in like middle school. I took some lessons, but, um, I just never stuck with anything when I was a kid. I I would take lessons of something for like a couple months right. and then I just I would put it down. Now I did I played violin for a couple of years, but um when I was 9 and 10, but but I started playing guitar in college when I was in this class. It was like an intro to performing arts class and Um, so there was like a dance component, a theater component, music. And for the, for the music class, the assignment was just to write a song. I mean, there were, it was, it was evergreen. So it was very non-structured, um, instruction. (laughs) And, and I, I just picked up the guitar and I was like, blah. And I wrote the song and I mean, it's, it seems so it's, it's very sweet. Like it's, everybody in the class really loved the song and then i thought it felt so good yeah Yeah, it It felt felt great
1: people liked it or felt good to do it both both yeah
0: both and it does feel good to write a song and it's very mysterious because i can't even really explain the process or even like what it is to be like do i ever try to write a song i don't i don't even know if i would say that comes from the
1: mysterious ethers
0: yeah Yeah. and and then and sometimes it like starts from a mysterious place and then you have to get out your the tools and sort of like hammer away and you work at it um but but yeah i i wrote that i wrote that first song as an assignment for class and then
1: the rest is history and then basically you started doing what what became that first album Sort of? No,
0: no, that was, no? that was some years before I, um, I, I wrote a whole bunch of songs in those early years that I like barely recorded. I had, I did, had like a, like, you know, two cassette pl- this is like before I even had a four track, Right. I had two boom boxes.
1: Okay. And but you could t- go back and forth. D- yeah. And so I
0: would just make like a two track right, <laughs> tape right. and, um, and then when I graduated from Evergreen, my dad gave me a cassette four-track, like a Tascam mm-hmm. um, cassette four-track, and four-two-four. Four. I don't remember. Was that? It was. <laughs> that's one of my. It's them. not I don't the remember. one that's like sitting up, like yeah. has like on its elbows, sort of. It's right, the right. Uh, the flat one. The flat one. I can't okay. remember.
1: I don't know the names.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm not like very. I'm not a gearhead, um, and. And so then I started making four-track recordings. And also I'm, I recorded a an EP with Pat Maley at Yo-Yo Recordings. Okay. Um, so that was actually my first official release was on Yo-Yo, and it was okay. called Storage Land. And it only came out on vinyl, and it's a one-sided 12-inch with the B-side... Um, the B side has an etching by Nicky McClure, who does the Nicky
1: paper-
0: Minaj. <laughs> I
1: wish <laughs> that would be so amazing. B side has an etching by Nicky Minaj. It was
0: 1997, <gasps> yeah. and
1: Nicky McClure.
0: Um, Nicky McClure. Okay,
1: okay sorry. Okay.
0: <laughs> Actually, when I sometimes when I'm typing in my phone,
1: yeah,
0: um, it autocorrects to Mirage. Okay. But, like, M-I-R-A-J. No, okay. maybe it's not auto-correcting. Maybe I just pushed the wrong thing. I think it auto-corrects to Mirage. That, so I've considered... Maybe that's the name of my next project.
1: Nikki Mirage?
0: Just Mirage. Just Mirage.
1: Mirage is dope. That's, that's right? a dope name, actually. Yes. Don't, now we, now you've said it over the airway. Somebody's going to sneak oh. past you and do it.
0: Maybe I should talk about my idea for a really um, great app. On the Keep air that and, to yourself. Keep okay. that to yourself. Okay. Um
1: So, uh, have we ever met? Just, at, I'm, I'm starting to derail. I'm just curious. Do we have we ever met in person? I don't know. Okay, I don't think we have.
0: Isn't it funny that we can ha- you can have a conversation yeah. totally not awkwardly to be like, I don't know, maybe we've met and I just totally don't remember you. We, we may have.
1: I mean, I, I, saw you one time. I saw you at a, at Fest. in two, Olympia. No. London, oh, oh. two thousand two, right? Um, did not see your set because I had played a show, and then I ran across town to get there because that was the first on that tour. Uh, I that was my first like world tour, uh-huh. and I had just heard about you. My friend's girlfriend um knew that I liked soft music, and, and I was like, "You're gonna love this. <laughs> You're gonna love so this." Cute. So burn me a CD. <laughs> Of your stuff. She burned me one of your stuff. She burned me, like, a microphone's one, and I don't know, some other stuff.
0: You know what? I'm going to start saying that when people ask me what kind of music I make. Yeah.
1: Because I actually never know how to to,
0: answer that. I was
1: in a rap scene. You know what I mean? So, as opposed to rap music, which can be soft, too. But, Mm -hmm. and I really responded to it. It can
0: be very soft, like, in the heart.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, I mean, even... Heartfelt. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh-huh. But anyway, I responded really, really, uh, very well to that CD, I, and I, I loved it. I loved it. So I ran across. Was it the my CD. first album? Uh, it, you, you think it's like this, it really like this but it's really it's like oh, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was that album, and um, this was, I guess. But I guess your second album was already out, probably. Yes, but I, I don't think, it think was. advisory committee. But I don't think I knew about it mm. yet. Because I just learned about you right then, Mm -hmm. and then I think I got that probably shortly after I got back from the tour.
0: But we didn't meet.
1: But we did not meet.
0: You came. I I went backstage. I was
1: like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna meet her." Like I, you know, like I felt confident about myself. Like, all right, I'm out doing. (laughs) Like I can I can feel good enough to meet somebody that um, is is also doing this similar thing. Uh huh. But
0: you don't remember if we actually met? We did not
1: meet. I saw you there. You had a shaved head. Uh, You were like, oh,
0: she's a dyke. I'm not going to talk to her. (laughs) No,
1: I wanted to. You were actually making out with a girl at that moment. Oh, yeah. That that I walked up. Oh. So I had not, not to blow your cover of whoever you were dating at the time or whatever was going on. I don't know. But that's, and so I didn't end up talking to you. Cause as I wa- you, you it was like backstage, Right. and I wasn't allowed backstage anyway. But I snuck back there or something, and then somebody was. I was like, "Is is Mira here?" And somebody was like, "Oh, that's her. She's later. busy." And I like, uh, oh, they okay. They said she's busy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, yeah. So, but I don't think we actually met. I know we did not that time, and I don't think we ever have. I don't
0: but anyway, think
1: so. that's my story of of acquainting myself with with your music. I
0: love I love that soft music. Yeah.
1: But it it was, I mean, at least that album has a, mm-hmm. has a, a softness to it,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: think. Yes, you've done some other stuff that's heavier, for sure. Sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, I have kind of a soft voice. Yeah. I can do Beautiful some. Beautiful voice. I, oh, thank Beautiful
1: you. Beautiful voice.
0: I, I, I don't always sing soft, but just on the whole, it's kind of a soft voice. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I wish I was able to sing w- with more delicacy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I tend to be pretty strident, um, you know, just by virtue of the fact that I, I I go for the high notes, but I don't know how to use my head voice exactly. Uh-huh. So it's just everything is. Well, we do what
0: know. we do.
1: We do what we do. You're right.
0: I mean, especially like if, you know, I I have considered taking lessons of various kinds mm-hmm. to sort of expand my what is what comes intrinsically to me, which I've done a lot with. I feel good about it. Yeah. But we all have so much more capabilities than we're generally really like pushing the boundaries of, um, and yeah, that's true for our voices as well mm-hmm. as a lot of other things in our lives. But um, yeah, I I haven't I haven't actually explored it.
1: But. I would like voice lessons, like daily psychotherapy.
0: <laughs> I mean, daily. And like. Yes.
1: <laughs> and like um, massage, like some kind of massage situation, and daily yoga. Yeah,
0: daily yoga. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
1: Those would be my ones.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. But so, where are you at now? Okay, from that first record, mm-hmm. and and where you are now? Where what what's what's the what's the growth? Would you say, or what or or like. What's the difference? Like, what when
0: are you doing? No, Is that no, 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 I'm not saying that at all.
1: <laughs> if you listen back to that early stuff, uh-huh. and then you listen to your current stuff, who are those two different people?
0: Um, and all the people in between. Well, there's
1: many people in between, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, definitely. Um, I actually was just answering a question similar to this the other day about. Um, just sort of remembering, reminiscing about the feeling of making my first record. Mm-hmm. And it, it's true, I had the, the EP that came out before You Think It's Like This. but um, And I, I put out a, a cassette before You Think It's Like This came out that had some of the songs okay. from the full length on it. Like a bootleg. Um, sort of, my own bootleg. Um, and But I I was so... I was so unselfconscious about what the impact it could be of making something. I mean, I, it really didn't occur to me at the time, like, I'm never going to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, the world will never get rid of this. Right. And, and, like, as soon as I make it, it will be turned into digital, digital information that can be, like, shared in these infinite ways— Kind of forever mm-hmm. until things just are totally blow up here. Right, right. Um and it was just some fun project. It was just like messing around. And
1: so is there more pressure now or do you feel like
0: Well it's it it's not it's not really external pressure because you know, I don't I don't have a manager. I mm-hmm. don't I don't even have a record label anymore. Mm-hmm. I I put out changing light myself, and, you know, with a lot of help, and Kay's helping me distribute it, um, but I, really, all the pressure is internal, it's, like, my own expectations or desires, um.
1: Are you hard on yourself?
0: Yeah, aren't you? Oh, yeah, (laughs) I am, but I
1: don't think everybody is as much, maybe.
0: Yeah. Maybe everyone
1: thinks they are, but... I really am. And I think you probably really are.
0: Yeah, I think I really am. It's something I, I would like, I mean, yeah, like daily, daily yoga, psychotherapy, whatever. Like, how about not being so hard on myself? That would yeah. be. You can,
1: you can let it go. There are ways.
0: Yeah, there are ways. And I have my moments yeah. where I let it go. But it, um, it's definitely challenging. Like when, if, if. I'm it's just sort of me in charge of everything. I don't like being in charge. Except yeah. I sort of do.
1: Do you do you not know how to not be in charge in a way? Yeah. Even though you don't want to be in yeah. charge.
0: Yeah. That, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Um
1: because what, no one else would do it right?
0: Well, I don't even really know I couldn't explain to anyone what this final product is or what this vision is. I don't think I could sp- explain it because I don't really know. I have to be sort of doing it to find mm-hmm. out what I'm doing.
1: The process is is sort of what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um and I mean th- there there are great things about that that I really enjoy. It's just that it can become exhausting mm-hmm. or to feel like um I describe it like like it's this a hologram that's floating in front of me like it's my whole music thing this this entity like Mira the band or whatever and it's the gate it's my eye gaze which is keeping it um moving and light and levitating and then if I shift my gaze if I look away or if I get distracted then it disappears okay. or it's sort of like, you know, fades or falls a little bit from its spot. And
1: that's stressful. Kind of. Yeah. That's really stressful. <laughs>
0: it, I mean, it's also like, wow, it's this amazing thing that I'm doing. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think a lot of people who are, and you know they're they're totally DIY or they they do their own thing um would say that th- there's a a really gratifying feeling to be the person who's creating the hologram and keeping it levitating and glowing like that um but sometimes it's like oh, i just want to like i don't know
1: i don't think like, it's a matter <laughs> of like of like just saying fuck it and averting your vision and letting the hologram fall and shatter into pieces. But I think it's a matter of changing your perception so that that's no longer the what the image is in your right, mind. Right,
0: exactly. Because... Because Maybe the it, hologram it's is not all totally true. You. It's that's that's right. n- not like a solid truth. That like if I do shift my gaze, it's like one everything one will crumble. It. It's one way yeah. of
1: seeing it, but you don't need to see it like that. But oh. anyway, I'm not trying to preach at you. So so do you feel like you've gotten more that way in a very gradual way or something? Like feeling more like that?
0: I guess so. Yeah. Um,
1: and this, I feel like it's psychotherapy now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this um, is what you wanted.
1: <laughs> I, I wanted to be on Here the other side of it. Uh,
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I do feel that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a completely different experience to be in the world as a younger person. And, you know, I was like, I was a responsible younger person and I, um, I, and I was pretty, I was like somewhat well traveled and like well versed in things. I wasn't like totally naive about the world, but I was, I was younger. I was still Mm -hmm. learning about myself who, you know, who am I? What is the world like? What do I like to do? And how do I want to interact with people and with the world around me? And where do I want to be? And, um, not that I'm not still doing those things, but, um, but, being an older person you just gain a lot of perspective mm-hmm. um for you know in all kinds of ways and 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 it's easy to sort of collect um you collect experiences and some of them are so wonderful and some of them are kind of difficult and then you're like trying to you like have to structure your life in this way like oh okay well Th- that, I tried that thing. That doesn't work so well. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I don't know, like, I I decided to put this record out myself because I was like, well, there are certain this things the first that one? are... Is mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: There are certain things that were working really well about this other model, and there are certain things that really weren't. So now, because of my perspective of having had that experience all those years, I'm going to try putting it out myself and then I encounter this whole other set of challenges that I get to learn from but it's
1: that seems like to me yeah so much difficulty that I wouldn't want to deal with yeah I, I just I yeah did it you, actually did you talk to it Phil was it I told I was
0: just gonna say yeah. I totally talked to Phil about it
1: this is um, Phil from our mutual friend
0: who's like he is so magical yeah and he I mean every time I just saw him in Brooklyn. A, uh, a couple weeks ago like right before this tour started he was playing a show at um Transpicos in Ridgewood with Mechanormal and um and he every time i see him at a show there's like at least four totally new things on his merch table that are like the most beautiful yeah, thing i've ever yeah. seen and and not just like oh yeah it's like a a little letterpress bookmark. It's like, it's a coffee table book right. that's <laughs> right. 100 pages long there's right. beautiful photos yeah. and the whole thing is so well designed and he's he is a um, very inspiring person to mm-hmm. me. He always has been and we... And a
1: very inspired person.
0: Very inspired person, yeah. And um, with a good sense of humor mm-hmm. and really great work ethic and... Um, Boundless energy.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so I, amazing. Lo- I love the marriage of his production and your songs. That that uh-huh. was always uh, something I cherished.
0: I definitely. Um, we actually we've been trying to get together cool. for a couple of years now. Um, you know he he still lives. Well he he lived He's in Olympia. We both Antiquarus lived in Olympia now. when we yeah. met and. I ended up moving to Portland and San Francisco and New York, and he moved back to Anacortes mm-hmm. um so after this certain point in time, we just didn't have as much regular contact i mean sure. just like emails and stuff and we we weren't touring together anymore um but that that's that's always been on the table is returning to mm-hmm. to that no actually, there was a period of time where I felt um I felt a little bit too identified with Phil and his production, and mm. even though it was like the funnest thing ever, and I love like the recordings Phil, that Phil we made Spectre's together,
1: or girls or something,
0: or, or like, I mean, I always felt like we were co-producing, mm-hmm. and it, it that, that's one of my first experiences of collaboration in that way. Um, but he's more known as a producer, and right. so it was it's very easy for it to be seen as like Phil producing Mira's mm-hmm. records, you know? Um, and I mean, he did have a hugely strong influence over the sound. Like, you can, anyone who listens to his records, right. like, but you, you obviously can hear that. had your
1: hand in the whole thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and so there there was a period of time where I felt I kind of was distancing myself from that cuz okay. I just wanted to like, you know, scratch out my own bit of dirt and be like, actually this is this is me without Phil. Right. Um and but I mean, you know, that there wasn't anything like we we didn't have anything no weird. No, yeah. no. It was just I kind of wanted to discover that myself mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and just check it out. Um, do you like that
1: aspect?
0: Do I like that? Like produ-
1: be producing?
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do. I haven't done it um, totally solo in a while. Mm-hmm. Our our friend Kayla, who's the, in the band The Blow, yeah. um, Kayla Maricich, she's always trying to get me to do... Like to just to self-produce again, to self
1: self self-record. And yeah, stuff too? Okay. yeah.
0: She's like you. E- the-
1: Eli did the latest record, right?
0: He did. Yeah, I I had started it. Um, I started it without him, um, with another friend, and then when I I moved to New York at this almost the same time as Eli. Mm-hmm.
1: We Eli both, Cruz. This is we're talking about yeah. another mutual friend. Who I've worked with a lot, and Mira has also yeah. a, a, f- a couple few records. Right? Yeah,
0: we, he um, he engineered the Tau record, so mm-hmm. it was like me, Tau, Meryl, and Eli who did mm-hmm. that one. Um, and we did a couple sort of like one off things in San Francisco, and then we both ended up moving to Brooklyn mm-hmm. right around the same time. And one of my goals in moving to Brooklyn was. I have to finish this record because it had been kicking around and I'd been working on it in sort of fits and starts for several years. Okay.
1: and While in San San Francisco mostly? I
0: I started it when I was still in Portland. Okay. And then I moved to San Francisco and it still wasn't done. And then I moved to Brooklyn and I was like, okay, this is, part of this move is me. Knock
1: this thing out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, um, And so it was in you know some strange shape of being partially completed mm-hmm. at that time and um and so then Eli and I worked on it for like a number of months together um and then and I ended up finishing I had to finish it with some other it was it was the whole process was like really messy but okay. Eli had like a strong hand he had a strong
1: hand as yeah. did other people as well yeah yeah you kind of, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Was it, um, so it was a very hard, hard record to make in a way? It
0: was kind of hard to make. Why would you well, say? I, it was just, I think that the reason why it was hard, I mean, I could make the, the excuse of like, well, I would, like I moved a lot or like I was going through stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the reason why it was hard to make is because I wasn't sure what was happening with my I mean is it f- sometimes it's hard to know whether I should keep doing the like is this working like what what am I is you the sort of existential, a, existential reasons for for and you know the it um, it's relevant the discussion about the hologram and being the only person that's holding it up and then sort of doubting
1: what am I doing this for or something?
0: Not exactly. I mean, well, okay, this is also related to the, the feeling when you ask what's, who's the Mira who made you think it's like this and yeah. who's the Mira who made Changing Which we ha-
1: we're still in that, in that question, right. really.
0: <laughs> we're really taking this far. Um, but it's like, ideally, I want to be making a record that's an accident, like mm-hmm. you think it's like this, and I'm and I'm just like, oh, know I guess too i need... much. Yeah, it's sort of like I know too much. Um, I guess, like I, I've I've had too many years of experience of life mm-hmm. to just simply make something without considering anything about it right. and just be, have it be this beautiful accident. Um,
1: you got to start uh, a uh, a course on a on a drug. Just start like a. <laughs> <laughs> Something that just makes you just forget all kinds of shit. Right? Yeah.
0: No, I, I
1: I think look, I, I and I, I can ask you these these questions and be pretty correct about where you're at in a way because I'm projecting because I'm in the same fucking place.
0: <laughs> Wait, I love that you just <laughs> said I know I can say well, this not, and be correct. I mean, like about- <laughs> that was funny.
1: Like I. I I'm leading you in a certain direction, I think, as a, as Wait, a, as a are question you? asker. 35. Are we okay. I'm a little
0: older than
1: you. Okay. Um, but we're around the same age. Around the same age. Yeah. And we've been doing it around the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I guess, you know, I've I've also gotten to a point where I know a little too much. Now, that said, just in the last little while, I am getting, I am sort of starting to get a little bit rejuvenated I started recording on a tape machine again. Like, mm-hmm. you know...
0: What kind of tape machine?
1: It's a Tascam 388. It's a quarter-inch machine.
0: Is that the eight-track one? Yes. Oh, we... Actually, Eli and I used one of those mm-hmm. to record. Um, I mean, we the record was mostly on Pro Tools, but we recorded um, Greg, Sonia's mm-hmm. drum parts on that Tascam. Cool. And we then we dumped it on, onto Pro Tools. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of, but, yeah. yeah.
1: But there's something about the process of recording on those things that makes you, you know, it, it takes you back to that era, and mm-hmm. things feel kind of like I, uh, just put it down, and it's permanent. You know, the Pro Tools always, you feel like there's you can tweak things too much sometimes. Yeah, or, you know? it's
0: very distracting. So, I but anyway,
1: I, I don't, I, yeah, and I'm just saying that, I'm just relaying to you that we are in a similar yeah. space, I think, you know?
0: Yeah. With
1: that. um, And I think uh, and I don't I don't think that that means you know the death of that of that uh, thing inside of you
0: is this my phone ringing? Is it time for me to play? It
1: probably is what
0: time is it Oh it's Kurt what time is it Oh I don't know <gasps> hello
1: 39 minutes in shit sorry
0: uh, okay uh,
1: we're coming, coming now I'm
0: coming get, I think he pocket called me. Okay, okay, we'll be there
1: in a second. <laughs> I, I wish, yeah, that's a, that's an awkward place to stop, but, well, but we're both going to get where we're trying to go. All right, thank you kindly for listening to the Wandering Wolf. Can reach me at the wandering wolf podcast at gmail.com. If you've got a scenario in which I might come and stay in a back house of yours and, uh, you know, set up my little impromptu studio and work on some songs, uh, you know, goodness be to you and uh, let me know. Otherwise, you can let me know what you think about the podcast. You can donate to the podcast via Twitter. I mean, Jesus, via PayPal to that email address, the Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Yoni Wolf and wherever else that uh, the internet has for you to find me. Oof. Yes, young marble marble men, marble statues in their prime. You guys have a great week and keep wandering. Keep wandering. I'm like, like, oh thanks buddy (laughs) Or something like that